0: Welcome back this week to another episode of the Just Asian Things podcast, the podcast where three Asian Americans slash Canadian talk about how we suck at being Asian. I'm Chris Trung.
1: I'm John Nguyen, and we have our guest today from Canada, M. Hi
2: guys, thanks for having me today. Yeah, <laughs> M, awesome. do you want to like
1: quickly introduce yourself and uh, you know what you do, uh, you know, your own podcast, and anything you want to plug in?
2: Yeah, so I'm a 26-year-old Asian Canadian. And I started a podcast not long ago, about six months ago. Um, It's just about lifestyle and just sharing my own experiences to hopefully help somebody feel like they're understood. So if you want to check me out, my podcast is called NU by M. So A-N-E-W by E-M. And then I actually created a brand for myself. It's called It's Made by M. And that is my IG handle. So through that, I have a new biem, which is my podcast, and then I also have Memo Biem, which is a little blurb and writing that I write on my IG page. But yeah, I'm excited to start new projects on it as well.
0: It's so cool that you have so many different projects going on, and that we can hear your perspective, especially about today's topic. We have a big important one for you guys. It's going to be about body positivity, you know, the difference between beauty standards between men and women. And more importantly, um, what about the rest, John?
1: Yeah, we were talking about body positivity um, and we'll touch on it a bit later, but uh, specifically uh, body positivity within the Asian community, uh, as we were talking about a little earlier. Uh, I mean, it's a big topic for everyone that's universal, but I think within the API community specifically, it's so much more intense.
0: Yeah, so if you ever wondered about, you know, like beauty standards between like guys and girls, and if you were also like, have questions about your intrinsic worth, about whether or not like, do you, I only feel good because other people want me, or should I just feel good by myself? Um, that's something that um, we're all gonna talk about today, right and Yep, I'm
2: excited, I'm excited to hear your perspective
0: it's not like an easy topic that everyone has gone through, you know, being able to like yourself for who you are, but we like you guys for who you are. So feel free to also like us on IG at Just Asia Podcast and be sure that hopefully you guys like this episode too and that you guys enjoy this content. So it's going to be, it's going to be a good one. So with that, I think, uh, yeah. yeah. Stay tuned. Keep segue.
2: Let me tell you guys a story.
0: Ooh, story time.
2: So, I I used to be thinner than I am today. And um at back then I was like, Oh my god, I can't wait to lose ten more pounds. Like I, I would be so pretty at that weight and I always achieve for this weight. But later on, I am 20 pounds heavier than what I wanted to be before. But I feel like it doesn't matter which weight you are at. Like, if you're not happy with yourself, you're not happy with yourself. You'll always yeah. want to, like, lose more weight. Does that make sense? For girls, at least. So, like, you should always be happy with where you at, you're at. you at. Because if you're not happy with where you're at, you're never going to be happy. It doesn't matter if you go to your goal weight. You're still going to want to lose more weight. So, I think it's just all about, like, loving yourself and for example a lot of my friends say like I'm off Instagram because it's really toxic for me and then in my head I'm like how is it toxic like I don't really get it maybe I'm a little insensitive when I think that way but then I realize subconsciously it gets to me like all the posts that you see of like girls maybe they photoshop maybe they don't but all these body style that you see you think you need to be that subconsciously like I'm not even looking out for it you know what I mean so I could see how it's so toxic and I think you should just yeah you have to be happy with yourself because it doesn't like your body is your body for a reason and like yeah you just have to be happy and then you can always improve like if you want to get more toned or if you want to lose a couple extra pounds but you still have to be happy with where you start and I think I say that's really confidently, but it's really hard. Like, you know, I'm still struggling with it myself, but I think it, it should be a momentum.
0: I think that's like a big thing right now with social media, right, John? It's like everyone is always comparing themselves mm-hmm. to everyone else's like highlight reel on social media, on IG. Like the one picture that they have where like, you know, they're fasting, they got like the big veins popping out, they had the Photoshop going on, and you compare that highlight pic, to like how you are like 24 hours in a day and it's yeah. it's you're coming like your lowest to their highest you know like not even their highest but like their photoshopped highest and yeah. we can't help but feel like this perception mm. of social media like in the way that it has on our self-esteem right dude
1: Yeah, I definitely at some points in my life also felt the same. And maybe that's one of the subconscious reasons why on my own personal page, or I haven't posted anything in in years, Mm -hmm. like three or four years, right? I think in some ways, though, like and and for those who are going through it right now, like, and I think, Chris, maybe you mentioned earlier, maybe before we started recording, but you know, what people post online, I'm sure everyone listening to this already knows it's it's just a snapshot, a curated moment of what the person wants you to see. It's not your presentation of what they do day to day 24 hours a day, right? So you shouldn't compare yourself to, to them in that one image in particular because that's also not a representation of who they are mm-hmm. either and then to your point um, about kind of chasing a number right and that not really being a, a place where you achieve mm-hmm. true happiness i think when people tend to do that and i think a lot of asians in particular tend to chase numbers you once you reach that number if you ever reach it in you know you you associate that number with a state of happiness oh if i get to this then i can mm-hmm. be this but you don't need to reach mm-hmm. a number in for you to reach that mindset instead like think about flip it around think about wanting to achieve that mindset first and then what steps you need to do to get it versus attaching that mindset to a number that may or may not give it to you. Right.
0: That's such a big thing.
2: 100%. Yeah. I just want to also add for, I guess, interviews for guys too, but all the girls out there. Like, have you ever looked at somebody and you're like, mm-hmm. wow, they look really good? They're like, their body looks really nice, but that same body style does not suit somebody else. So, like, your face right. and the way you are, you know what I mean? Like, it completes the look. Just because one person is really thin doesn't mean that works for you. Like, some people have like charisma or like, What do you call it? Like they're sexy in their own body style. Even if they're thicker or thinner, it doesn't really matter. I think it like kind of Mm -hmm. speaks to the face and the vibe that they give off. So I think it's also yeah, just own what you have. Sure, yeah, I like
1: like that M. Shit, it's wisdom.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because I think like some people might look good in athletic gear some people don't like it's just the way you're like way you look you know and where you carry yourself the same thing with clothes you may look good i've noticed some girls that look better like with extra weight than like thinner yeah so you shouldn't really compare yourself You you just love yourself for you and like that obviously body type or no style, like that's a big you, thing and, that's what you're um,
0: um, that way. and like what you were talking <laughs> about earlier like yeah You should be able to just like and love yourself for who you are right now instead of like, just like, hey, I'm 160 pounds right now. But when I turn like 170 pounds of muscle, like that's when I'll really love myself. No, it doesn't work like that because you're just gonna want more and more. Just appreciate and be okay with who you are right now. You can aim for more but just know, like, it's a progression, and just at the end of the day, just, like, who you are right now is just okay.
2: Mm -hmm. And, like, I actually struggled with going on the scale every day, and, like, oh my god, like, let's say I'm not at a weight that I wanted to be in the morning, I'll be, like, beat myself up with why did I eat that last night, blah, blah, blah. I I used to have a really toxic relationship with the scale, so anyone that has the same problem as me, I think, honestly, like, So my scale ran out of battery and I did not replace that. And like, I haven't weighed myself in over about two months. And I just mentally feel so healthy because I know what I'm putting into my body and it's not for the weight that I want to attain, but it's more for my healthy lifestyle. So I think somebody that struggles with wanting to be a certain number, just get off that scale and cut your ties with that scale because it's just so toxic and you shouldn't dictate your happiness on what your number is on that scale. I think it's just such a toxic negative mindset
0: well two things first um number one like that's such an important message you know like to not Mm -hmm. you know like validate yourself just on like your arbitrary numbers on a scale but number two like well goddamn i'm so surprised that you even went through that because you are so fire you know like you're so like dope so that's so surprising to me (laughs) at the same time what
2: do you mean like i struggled with like the scale and stuff like that or
0: Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean i took one look at you and i was like wow and then it's so surprising that like how, and this will go for like, um, I guess all of people on IG as well, like how you view someone, like you can think that they're like super awesome, super amazing, like super fire and hot, mm-hmm. and then how they view themselves can be completely different as well. Right, guys?
2: hmm 100%. I think you right. see the small little flaws in yourself, Right that's the that's the hard part and you know you can fix it i think also with body image is a little hard like with your face you can like for women like you can do makeup and stuff but you can only change so much So you start to be okay with your face but with the body there's a the pressure to always change you can grow a butt you right. can like you know grow a waist and stuff like that so i think there's a little bit of more pressure when it comes to body image as well because it's like something that you can work yeah
1: on. i agree it sucks yeah. for people who are more self-conscious about their face or things that are like a lot harder to change on your own without spending a lot like massive amounts of money but that's also why in asia right certain parts of asia and, and different different countries plastic surgery is such a big thing and i think more so in the u.s because people mm-hmm. are interested in the idea of plastic surgery but don't want anything intrusive intrusive the idea of non-intrusive surgeries are becoming more of a thing like body sculpting
2: 100 mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. i think it's still pretty like taboo. Mm-hmm. like oh you got yeah, surgery, like you know so I have a question for you guys. So, if you had to choose, would you go for a girl with a pretty face mm-hmm. or a pretty body? Chris, I'm gonna
0: answer first. <laughs> I think for me, it will always be a pretty face.
2: <laughs> oh, Chris, Chris has it okay. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I know it. I know well, it. Well, I like, I didn't know there was answers. like a trick,
0: like third answer. I thought it was oh, just like, like face or body. No, I didn't no, know like no, no. we were all stuck on personality. Pretty well, pretty fuck. Okay. I, I, was like, I feel like, so drunk i, don't know what I was gonna say. I feel so tricked. I thought we were like best friends. What the fuck? So, here is a question for you guys. Do you guys feel like you have more value or like you feel better about yourselves when someone else is hollering at you? When like someone else tells you, like, damn, you're feeling fine today. What do, what do y'all think? Does that like amp up your spirits? Does that like hype you up?
2: i think for me doesn't matter who the hell you are and if you're like super like happy with yourself journal like validation right. is always like good like no one can lie and say that they don't feel good about it right well i think you do feel better about yourself if you do get external validation whether it be even from the same sex or opposite sex things of true happiness but like somebody could be like you're so pretty you're so beautiful but that person may not believe it themselves doesn't matter how many times they heard that compliment but, yeah i think it, you do feel better but at the same Time, I think, it's really important to really yeah. learn about what you love about yourself. But I think that comes with time, and like, I don't think it's kind of almost impossible to reach that stage in your in your twenties. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think maybe in your thirties or forties, you get to realize as you're also your like ages, you're like physical right. and like compliments don't mean as much. It's more about like how I feel about myself. But like also, it doesn't always have to be a physical compliment. It can be like, "Wow, am you're yeah. such a nice person." That's a compliment from someone external. That's about your personality, right? But you feel better about yourself. I think as humans, we're always going to seek for that external validation. I think it's really hard to be intrinsically happy.
0: I mean, do you think that stems from external affirmation? Like you were saying, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, damn, Chris, you got some big guns today it can be more like hey chris like wow you are such like a talented guy it can be just like an affirmation of who you believe you are right john someone can be like hey john wow you have hella dope hair which isn't true instead they can say like hey john i think that you are wholehearted as a person and that can do it for you right
1: dude i think so i think it really depends on what everyone deems as important to them and what they prioritize as important to them i think right like like you said everyone just seeks affirmation but also confirmation that what they think is important is also important to their peers right mm-hmm. if, if maybe to you you may think physical appearances mm-hmm. top dog right like it's priority for you and if someone compliments you on wow like chris your your workout and progress is showing you may feel great but if you say that to someone else right they may feel like i don't really care and what right. they want to hear is something more mm-hmm. maybe about their personality or maybe about their work too. ethic or their hair or something you know what i mean like to them everyone prioritizes something a little different so I think in some ways mm-hmm. yes and I totally agree with you everyone needs and seeks some type of external affirmation no matter what and no matter what they say like they will appreciate it but to what type of affirmation they want to hear it will vary by the person
2: yes i agree also like we're just humans like we like human connection and we're we're not like both alone mm-hmm. like creatures so we like to create community and stuff like that i think that confirmation is huge too yeah. like sometimes you doubt yourself you're like oh maybe i'm not a hard worker but then if somebody somebody that sees from a different perspective is like well, you're a hard worker they're mm-hmm. like maybe then i am a hard Oh, totally so i don't know i feel like the no, external such a validation is always going to be there and yeah and- i feel that way with work right extent, now too. Right?
1: so uh, like at my job we have like a cycle of feedback where every quarter or every, every year in whoever you work with the most, you go to each other and you, you give them feedback constructively, but also reinforce all the positive aspects. And in, in a really fast working environment, you may think sometimes to yourself, like, or you may have like imposter syndrome or something, right? And you may think, right. man, I'm not working as hard as everyone else. I wonder if it's showing, but all it really takes, right, is for like one person to be like, damn john like i have been seeing you really grind and pump out some shit like that's great and i'm like oh i guess i am doing good right like all that's all it really takes mm-hmm. yeah i mean
0: that's kind of like a thing i'm yeah, doing with work, work right now and i think that's something that everyone kind of experiences the work they want that external affirmation like hey you're doing good they want to like not experience imposter syndrome they want to like be the person that they want to be as a firefighter a lot of times i'm like am i really a good firefighter like Am I really qualified to run into burning buildings and like pull people out and like do the job and to CPR and rescue people? And a lot of times now and John, you know, I've been getting ready for a promotion to become paramedic and as a still newer firefighter, I'm like, I'm always very hesitant. I'm always like buried in the books. And a lot of times now, a lot of my coworkers have been telling me like, hey, Chris, good job. Hey, you know you're fucking shit. I think you did great with this new promotion and everything. So that's that's reaffirming everything that I've been doing myself personally on my own level, getting ready for this job. So it's one thing to like to know yourself that like you're doing good and like to like yourself who you are. And it's another thing to have the validation from your peers your coworkers and everyone else in your same level. I think it's important to be okay with who you are, but it's another thing to also like be able to accept what your coworkers and peers say. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And whoever is 100% like happy with themselves of who they are and they don't need that external validation, like, dude, <laughs> yeah. call me Yeah, let us know. Like, I, have no- I feel like it's really hard. Like, you know what I mean? Whoever masters that, like, yeah. wow, you must mm-hmm. be really happy with your life. Like, you really don't care what other people think of you and you don't like compare. Like, we always say don't compare. You're yeah. on your own path, which I think is 100% true. But as humans, it's hard not to like not That's look at thing. yourself and compare. So I think it's all about like a healthy balance. But if whoever masters... not comparing themselves and really just seeking validation just intrinsically wow tough yeah. to you I think like, everyone I aspires
1: think, to do that take but a lot. I mean actually yeah. putting to practice rough
2: yeah really hard yeah and it's totally fine to be where you are because I'm here too like I aspire to be that but I can't so great job so totally don't okay. worry about yeah. that
0: okay there you go that, that's your validation from your um <laughs> peer, so
2: wow okay but I'm trying to work on this intrinsically I'll, I'll, I'll still <laughs> gas you up <laughs> you while you still working work <laughs> I think that's what girls especially look for confidence like somebody that like knows who they really are do you think guys look for that as much as girls do in terms of like girls yeah, that um, are really confident in who they I are
0: like really like yeah. girls who kind of like had an understanding of number one who they are and what they want out of life and more importantly Mm. are they trying to like get what Mm. they want out of life it's one thing to say like hey this is the career that i want this is like what i want my future to be like and it's another thing to actually like make efforts and make work towards that career anyone can say like hey i want to be Mm. a dentist it's another thing to actually apply for dental school to like put in work with your like your college degree and get ready for that career
1: yeah it's super important to me too i think Mm -hmm. like i mentioned before right uh, the physical appearance of someone or just generally how they come off right when you first meet them is super important to me too in wanting to pursue anything further right especially uh, developing a intimate Mm -hmm. relationship i would want to be attracted to the person yes that meets what standards i find uh, are important to me but i think more important that like i need to know Mm -hmm. that there's something beyond that surface that they have one interesting personality two career goals and aspirations or things they look forward to and will work towards that will keep them rolling. Right. Like I wouldn't want someone to be stagnant and that's more important than anything else to me.
2: Yeah. I think ambition is super big and like today's generation with millennials, I think a lot of people look for ambition and aspiration. Right. Yeah, like, I partner. don't want to date just somebody who, um, yeah, is not
0: really doing much with their life even if they're like like a 10 i'd rather date someone who was active ambitious they have their own thing going on where it's not just like me and them focusing on our codependency it's i can tell that they're actually they want more out of life i think that's really dope
2: yeah yeah i agree like more substance mm-hmm. is more like flavor i guess in the person and right, like what yeah. makes them unique i think it's really attractive too so then do you guys see yourself working out because you actually enjoy working out or do you think you're working I mean, out to impress like the opposite, Chris
1: a different opposite gender <laughs> that's <laughs>
0: fucked up let's be real dude that's, that's true, real but it's fucked up <laughs> no, no 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 but on the real i think we're, um, we were talking about this on your podcast episode earlier it kind of stems from um i think the college phase mm-hmm. a lot of people initially have when i was in high school i think i was telling you, i was like this small quiet shy yeah. timid scrawny asian kid and i didn't have any confidence at all and then come college mm-hmm. i start working out you know i start of getting bigger i start being more confident and girls start noticing and initially i started working out because i wanted to like hey i like this attention i like being like attractive so other girls can like validate me but over time that kind of like evolves into like i want to work Mm -hmm. out for other people to notice me To i want to work out so i can be comfortable and like who i am because at the end of the day it's you have to like yourself for who you are right guys uh,
1: for me it's, it's really similar I think originally mm-hmm. it started with the intent of working out for others right but also working out for myself in some ways because I want others to notice me I wanted to work out for a certain type of I wanted to build a reputation out of it right like oh John looks like this because he does X, Y, and Z right right but then it gradually evolves into mm-hmm. probably in some case I think more so than impressing the opposite gender in my case right like you you kind of want to also so workout for the bros, you know. What I mean, like you want to, you're doing it with each other, and you want to like compete, and you want to see who can lift more, do whatever, have more reps or sets than the other, Definitely. and then eventually. Grat- yeah and then it graduates or it graduates uh evolves into doing it for yourself because you especially when you're working uh every day it kind of is like a stress reliever right like it's a moment to yourself um, yeah and you start doing it more for mm-hmm. you than anything else because it, it's your escape
2: yeah you know what i find really funny though is that a lot of guys work out like let's say in the more beginning or sure, maybe yeah. like girls attention. But a lot of a lot of girls actually don't like that. Really? Don't like self guide Strangely enough. And then same thing with girls. Like a lot of girls want to stay thin and look, you know, like really like whatever, like be really thin. But a lot of guys actually guys yeah. like it when they That's have the thing. A bit of meat on them. So I feel like it's funny what you think the opposite gender Is likes. Funny? But then in reality they don't like it. So are you, are you saying I mean? am, am yeah. are you saying
0: I should have just like... said small and scrawny yes. instead? That would that would have gotten like more girls for me. No, yeah? I'm not
2: saying that. Do whatever works for you. <laughs> no, I'm sure a lot of girls do care about body and care if you, like, take care of yourself and stuff like that. But I feel like you don't have to be the bodybuilder type to, to attract girls. I think girls like it when you right. take care of your health and take care of your body. You don't necessarily need, like, abs if you ask a lot of girls. Like, maybe, like, one or two out of ten girls will say, like, I want guys with abs. Really rare. I don't know. I feel like it's not as common. But I think I oh, think damn. that girls want guys with abs. So I think it's Chris just is,
1: like... Chris is over here is like, yeah. is like oh, I should have stayed the same. But it's this is a, all stemming from the
0: belief that he's different. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) well well goddamn why have i even been doing like all of these crunches and setups at the gym then who am i trying to impress who am i trying to impress
2: no do do your girlfriends don't tell you right i mean and yourself yourself i want to do this six pack just so i can impress
0: myself everyone else be damned Uh, exactly right
2: yeah feel better But yeah, what do you think? Like, do you guys think you prefer girls with like more meat on them, I do. or do you um, like girls actually, that are like super? I like fit?
0: both. I like both the uh, the fit girl at the gym. Chris is easy. He that's like everyone. Oh my <laughs>
2: God, you can't be. No, you. why can't <laughs> I? Why can't answer? I? You can't give I, me the guy I appreciate <laughs> someone to who likes themselves
0: for who they yeah. are. Okay, yeah, I forgot oh, yeah, Forget John. you, girl
2: right role. i mean I i've dated play, uh you know.
1: both body types <laughs> and definitely you know I, again similar to chris like i have literally zero preference when it comes to body type to be honest they just have to be to me what i think my standards are as physically attractive but more so as the personality bit is important to me mm-hmm. but that being said I don't know, if i had to Shut choose <laughs> one then i would choose probably Ooh. a body type with uh, a little more meat on them yeah and, it, and, it, and it's just, like, easier okay, to, yeah. to, like,
2: like to maintain,
1: to. too. Like, <laughs> you don't have to be super strict on where you go eat together. They, I think, from mm-hmm. what my experience of dating people with a, a smaller or more petite physique is they want to maintain it, and therefore they, like, don't eat sometimes. And I'm like, you know, I feel guilty, like,
0: going out and
2: asking them to eat, yeah. So yeah, yeah if totally i had to hard. choose i
0: would choose that but honestly zero preference i mean to kind of tie that back into you M, like which which type are you are you like the fit girl always at the gym or are you more like the petite like smaller girl it says you're calling us out for that shit neither you're neither wow
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm neither i'm not neither um i wouldn't say i'm petite because mm-hmm. i'm five mm-hmm. eight like i'm pretty tall for an asian girl and um like i guess my body is a in the sense of my height, but I wouldn't say I'm petite. Like I'm thinking petite like five one, like five okay. feet, like kind of girl. That's like really slim. But I don't go to the gym very often, so I wouldn't yeah. say I'm very fit either. So I don't know. I'm just yeah. <laughs> girl getting by, eating and hoping to stay thin. <laughs> I don't know.
1: That should be a body type. Just getting by. <laughs> just getting by. That that's yeah, a good just word, yeah. getting
2: by.
0: How do you feel about like stereotypes for Asian women? Like, do you feel that y'all are kind of stereotype, fetishized, like you have to fit into a certain narrative that y'all are expected to be? Like, what what do you think?
2: Hmm. To be honest, I think I live a little unconventionally. So I don't feel the pressure as much. But I definitely see what you mean by like Asian women are fetishized. But like, yeah, I don't know. I I, I feel like I have not, not much to say in that topic. Because I just feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't feel it as much. Maybe I don't surround myself with people like that, but I don't, I don't feel as much, but maybe my local, like, Asian girlfriends may feel the same, may feel that way, but I just don't personally feel that (laughs) way, so can't really contribute much to that. But, um, I definitely, I think American beauty standard is a tiny waist, voluptuous everywhere else, like, you know, and which I think is a really nice body shape to have, but I think I still look at K-pop and like idols in Korea and compare myself to that. And I have no idea why I grew up in Canada, like pretty much my whole life. I lived in Canada for 20 years. So I don't know why my influence of what I should look like is still so heavy on like Korean beauty standards. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's kind of like a thing, right, John? A lot of times times i think from my like female asian friends they're always comparing themselves to like the standard of these k-pop idols and they're like oh should i get like a boob job should i get like a face job should i get like a butt lift should i get like a eyelid surgery have you heard anything like that john
1: yeah, super common. Mm-hmm. I think like across the board, if you, and I think it's a huge debate in uh, our culture, right? Like the monolid versus the double lid. And like, if you grew mm-hmm. up with a monolid, I think at some point you definitely have been recommended or heard of getting some type of surgery to quote unquote, correct that way. Right. But like, there's nothing wrong with having a monolid. That's just the type of society that mm-hmm. we live in, especially as Asians.
2: 100%. And that's prevalent yeah. here
1: too. Definitely. I, th- I think it's less so among men for sure, but across the board,
0: like you definitely hear these conversations.
2: So do you guys think you follow the Asian beauty standard or do you think you follow, I like, mean, American? I mean, for me personally, John, yeah.
0: both as, like, an American, like, firefighter and someone who's getting more involved with, like, Hollywood right now and on um, yeah. the acting side, I really do conform to, like, the mm-hmm. American standard of, like, what we find attractive. Like, hey, someone who is big, strong Mm -hmm. big biceps and everything and that's one of the reasons why i work out so much is i do like conform to like like that traditional asian style of like what we do find attractive versus like i think Mm -hmm. the asian style of like what they find like more slim more slightly effeminate style, which both styles are both perfectly fine. But I think what we identify as, right? Dude?
1: Yeah, I think pretty much the same here. If you grow up, you're born here in the U.S. and you grew up here. I think generally you want to conform, you want to fit in, you never want to stand out growing up. So naturally, like you want to get braces growing, you want to have straight teeth, you want to have like really white teeth, like go towards that Hollywood macho masculine look growing up. And given that we didn't really have too many Asian role models to look up to in like the mainstream. Here growing up. Of course, we're gonna try to be like our non-Asian or white peers, right? In that case, we try to acclimate more to that, uh or simulate more to that like
0: stereotypical Hollywood men matchup, like ma- masculine look. Yeah, dude, it's such a balance for me trying to decide like hey, mm-hmm. what am I doing between trying to like just conform versus do I just like it when I have a six fucking big arms? Like which <laughs> which one is which, you know? Like trying to balance between the two. Am I Asian or like am I an Asian with like, you know, like big biceps? Which one is it?
2: Mm -hmm. i also think asian men beauty standards only really attract other asian girls you know but but like with k-pop rising and stuff like that like it might differ and then while like the american male beauty standard it kind of caters to all different races you know what i mean yeah That's that's why maybe males gravitate towards more like the hollywood lifestyle or the hollywood body image let's
0: ask you a question yeah which uh which type are you more attracted to like what what is your type
2: I think I'm more attracted to the Asian. I'm not necessarily attracted to like slender, slender guys that are like super feminine. But if I had to choose between like a really macho okay, guy and wow, a feminine guy, cool. I think I would choose a feminine. So maybe because my interest lies in being more attracted to like the Asian stereotype, maybe that's why I try to be within the Asian stereotype as well. Maybe that's why. Because like I am attracted to those guys. So then the, that way, like you see those guys are attracted to those type of girls. And so then I try to be that maybe subconsciously. I don't know. I just. I came
0: up with it right now. I mean, that's kind of cool, right, John? So, like, how you can be both attracted, both as like the traditional, like American guy. And also like the traditional like Asian attractive guy, mm-hmm. right? Like two different styles, and you still are mm-hmm. good no matter which style you choose, right?
1: Yeah, I think I mean I've heard this too. If I had some friends, I had these conversations with, and when we're talking about just generally like as Asians or what what type of beauty standards are you most attracted to? And I've heard this too. Like some are are attracted to more effeminate styles for men, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think the problem only comes when you start comparing yourself to others, or maybe you like someone and you realize or you learn that oh you may not be or may not have the body type or the look or whatever that they find attractive and you shouldn't have a negative mindset stemming from that just because you hear something that may not be aligned to who you are Mm
2: -hmm. right yeah for sure you shouldn't change who you are
1: and for everyone out there that like may not like your body type or whatever you are like there is
0: someone out there that will right right and i think that's the point of today's mm-hmm. episode right guys we're talking about body positivity and we're talking about like no matter which type you conform to no matter how your body looks be comfortable like yourself for who you are and if you like for yourself for who you are other mm-hmm. people will like yourself for who you are too right
1: yeah exactly
2: I guess I have one more thing is that I think, being comfortable in your own body and like the body image thing is actually really difficult than we talk, really talk about, and how we should like achieve that. So, don't be discouraged, I feel like. And if you're not super happy with your body now, like it all takes time, it's not just like overnight. You're like, wow, I'm really happy with my body. So, I think just take little baby steps and don't feel discouraged is kind of what I wanted to say. And um, learn to love yourself, and it takes time to love yourself. That's why a lot of people in their 30s thrive because they learned how to love themselves. So like, like, If you're in your 20s and stuff and you don't love yourself yet, that's totally fine. Like, we're all there. So, that's what I I just wanted to say, especially with like body images and stuff. That's such
0: a vibe because I think, John, we were talking about this before in another episode. Like I was saying, dude, back in high school, so unconfident, so like, you know, shy, timid, and everything. And then I was going through imposter syndrome as I was trying to figure out like the person that I wanted to be, confidence wise, sexual wise, like basically like Mm suave. And it takes time to grow and mold yourself into the person that you want to be. So, it's okay to accept yourself for where you are just work on it progress on it just like yourself every step of the way
2: Mm -hmm. little by little doesn't have to be like right away you know and i think that's the thing too is when you're so young and so impressionable you want to please the crowd or like please whoever you like or whatever you want to change yourself but then as you get older you realize you really can't change much even your personality too you can always improve a little bit but you are the way you are for a reason and you think a certain way you can't really like rewire yourself so i think it's all about self-acceptance and love but it takes time so don't worry Everyone's sure. there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We talk about it like it's so easy. Like, oh, it's only, you know, why don't you just view it this way and mm-hmm. then it'll be better. But in actuality, putting it into effect is a lot more difficult. So if you're struggling through this right now, for anyone listening, it, it's okay. It's because it's
2: normal. Mm-hmm. 100%. We want to normalize it. Yeah. But that's it.
0: And that's a wrap this week for the episode of the Just Asian Things podcast. We've enjoyed so much talking about body positivity, loving yourself for who you are, and especially loving yourself no matter what.
1: Yeah, thank you to M for joining us today. M, do you want to plug in things one more time and kind of reintroduce yourself and say whatever you want to say? course
2: right. So, first of all, thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure. And I met Chris on Clubhouse. It's nice to like put a face to an a name and also see what you guys are doing. It's awesome. And then for me, um, if you want, to Check out my podcast is a new by M, so A N E W by M, and my Instagram handle is actually different from my podcast, so it's made by M. But yeah, if you want to check me out, check me out there. But other than that, I really enjoy talking to you guys about body positivity, and I hope it helps somebody out there.
0: Right. So we hope that all of what we're saying hits home for a lot of y'all. Check out all of M's links in our description. Check out my and M's uh, episode of her podcast about being a fuckboy or a reformed fuckboy. (laughs) so much different from this episode and if you guys can check us out too on ig at
1: just asian podcast it's on ig and soon hopefully uh we'll be starting some other channels too and be posting on other platforms
0: right and if you like being positive about your body also be positive about our podcast by leaving us a five-star review on apple podcast
1: yeah it really helps us out more and more we're getting more listenerships from apple Podcasts as of late so for everyone out there who's already left a review thank you it actually has been helping us
0: yeah so as we uh, do our asian glow up help us glow up this podcast too um everything's appreciated and i think with that yeah that's uh, that's a wrap this week
2: awesome thanks for having me